All right, happy Friday, everybody. It's Friday, December 14th, sneaking up on Christmas. And as always, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week, and margaritas are in order. Let's do today's birthdays. All right, happy birthday to Nostradamus, Jimmy Doolittle, Lee Remick, and Patty Duke. Also on this date in 1968, Tommy James and the Shondells released Crimson and Clover, which is today's song of the day. All right, let's quickly do the NFL before we get into what's going on this week. Okay, last week I was 10-6. and six. So far on the year, I am 129-93-2. Last week, even though the Titans won the Thursday night game, it did see uh, an interesting play. The Putin's tight re- Titans punt returner, Cameron Batson, muffed a punt. He went to go catch a punt. Very close to his own goal line, which is a no-no to begin with. And he muffs it. Then while it's on the ground, he kicks it like it owes him money. It ends up in the end zone, results in a safety for the other team. It's one of the weirdest plays. You just don't do that. But then, of course, the Titans' Derrick Henry rips off a 99-yard run after the Titans stuffed the Jags on the one-yard line. It's only the second time in the history of the NFL it was done uh, Tony Dorsett was the other person to do it. Uh, the Giants destroyed the Skins in D.C. Didn't see that one coming. Aaron Rodgers sets another NFL record uh, with most consecutive passes without an interception. Most consecutive pass attempts without an interception at 359. Uh, the Browns, for some odd reason, the Browns chose to re-kick an extra point that they made because the opposing team was offsides. And then they missed the extra point that they re-kicked. Rule number one, you never take points off the board. The only result in that is that you get to try again to get the one point, and you already got the one point, and you screwed yourself out of a point. So uh, don't ever do that. Uh, We had what, what is being deemed as the Miami Miracle. Now, I love watching the Patriots lose. I wish they lost every single game they ever played in. So this made me very happy. Miami, eight seconds left, down by five on their own 30. Throw the ball, three or four laterals later, the Miami Dolphins are in the end zone. Tom Brady loses. Tommy's a happy man. I was also happy that I lost my Texans pick because when they lost the game, they lost to my Colts which means my Colts are staying alive for a possibility of a wild card spot. Uh, The Browns are getting it done and still mathematically alive, if you can believe that one. Uh, The Raiders block a Steelers field goal that would have won the game, which, and the Raiders part was also kind of stupid. I mean, you guys are basically in line. You guys are trying to get the best pick possible. You didn't need to win that game. And once again, I have to say it, much as it pains me to say, but the Bears are getting it done. They beat the Rams. Now, that's not the same Rams team we saw all year. I still want to see the Bears get it done in the playoffs. In the NFC, they're going to have to go through the likes of Sam, uh, the Saints, the Rams again. We'll see if they get it done in the playoffs. But right now, they're getting it done. Anyway, we like to keep the football short because not a lot of people like the football. So this week's winners will be the Texans, Browns, Bears, Bills, Ravens, Falcons, Bengals, Giants, Vikings, Jaguars, Colts, Seahawks, Steelers, Rams, and Saints. 
And yeah, I'm taking my Colts because they basically they have to win in order to stay alive. All right. Every week I give you some reminders for the new people that are finding me for the first time. Uh, reminder number one, this is, a, this is what I call a real podcast. It's not done in a studio. It's not mixed and edited. So you're going to hear some background noises. You're going to hear somebody knock on the front door. You're going to hear me take a drink of my water, light a cigarette. It's meant to be that way. So if you're listening to it going, well, this is a poorly produced podcast. It's supposed to be that way. Also, there is music at various locations throughout the podcast, but you can't hear that unless you're listening to Anchor or on Anchor. I apologize. So if you're on your computer, go to anchor.fm. If you got a smartphone, download the free Anchor app. It doesn't cost you anything. You get my podcast along with dozens of others. Um, also, every week I remind you to go buy my first book, A Grateful Life, The Life Story of a Husband, Father, and Taco-Loving Deadhead which is available at my website, TomPowellJr.com. But if you go find me on Facebook, the Powell Entertainment Company, um, I'm pulling the names for uh, to win a free copy of that tomorrow. So you've still got some time to go today. Find me on uh, Facebook at the Powell Entertainment Company. Like the page, find the post. It's pinned to the top of my page. Read the post on what you need to do to enter to win. You can get a free copy of the book just in time for Christmas. Uh, all right. Happy National Free Shipping Day. I always tell you what kind of national day it is on these podcasts. Today is National Free Shipping Day, so uh, you know, go find yourself some shit with free shipping, okay? All right. So what's happening this week? Um, this week we went and saw Santa. And that might not be a very big deal to you guys, but uh, that's a big step for my son, who... Normally shies away from anything like that Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, any anybody in a, like a mascot uniform, uh, yeah, that's a no go for him. This year he actually requested to go see the big man, so took him down to see the big man. Climbs up on a big man's lap, tells him what he wants. Now, my kid's a simple kid, okay? He not simple minded. He's just he's an easy going simple kid. All he wanted from all he wants from uh, Santa Claus is a flashlight. Now, when he said it, it sounded as if he said fleshlight. But he also said it very, very softly, because even though he had worked up the courage to go see Santa Claus, he was still a little bit freaked out that he was sitting on the dude's lap. So it was a very soft-spoken, I think a flashlight. And so Santa turned to him and said, I'm sorry, what did you say? And I, could, I couldn't quite tell if it was because he couldn't hear him, or if it's because he had a seven-year-old sitting on his lap asking for a sex toy. Um, I'm, 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 I'm choosing to go through life with the, the notion that he just didn't hear him. <laughs> but yeah, he asked for a flashlight, big step around here. And after all, you know, Christmas season can bring that out yet. Yeah, you know, it's, sooner or later, you got to go sit on Santa Claus's lap. Tis that, tis the season. It's, it's December 14th. It's, it's creeping up on you. I've got a little bit of last minute shopping I got to do, but yeah, it, for the most part, we're done. Just a little bit of last minute. I got I to gotta wrap up. And speaking of the last minute shopping, I didn't make a note on this. I just This is a personal note from me. Women, you need to get your clothes sizes straightened the hell out. Seriously. Women's clothes sizes are all over the goddamn map. 
well, if you buy it from this store, I'm a, I'm a size this, and if you buy it from this store, I'm a size this, and if you buy it from this store, I'm a... No! Small, medium, large, extra large, double extra large, triple extra large. That's it. That's how it goes. S, M, L, XL, etc. Maybe, maybe we can, we can work in an additional size between small and extra large. We can work in what the guys that used to work for me preferred, which would be a medium. For those of you between a small and a medium. But that's it. This is, this is nuts that the exact same type of shirt is, you know, God only knows what on this page and God only knows what on that page. These two different manufacturers. Get your shit together. Simplify the process. You're making Christmas shopping a, a, a pain in the ass. It gives you a headache when you think about the different... And, and even sometimes from the same store. Well, in this, I'm a this. But, in, but if, if, if it's this, I'm a this. What, the, what are you talking about? It's a shirt. Is it a, so is it a medium? Is it a, what do I... It's a large, right? What is it? <sighs> Sorry, I was just kind of... Going off the cuff there, I didn't actually take a note on that to talk about this week. But I, as I was talking about Christmas shopping, it felt like it needed to be said. You need to get your sizes straightened out, okay? Uh, since I wasn't talking, planning on talking about that, I really got—I really have no good transition from that to, uh, to to this story that I wanted to tell you about. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you about it because there is no transition. Uh, I saw it. I felt I had to talk about it because I laughed my ass off when I read it. Uh, there was a 46-year-old mom named Helen Cox in Scotland whose son was going to be in the, uh, in the uh, nativity scene of a Christmas play at school. And so she went online and she, uh, she found a costume that he could wear. And uh, it, was a, it was a shepherd's costume. And when the package arrived to, the, to her house, she was doubly excited that she not only got her son the costume he needed to be in the, uh, the nativity scene of the, of the school play, but that it also came with a prop. It came with an inflatable sheep. He's a shepherd. There's a sheep. Awesome. She blows the sheep up, sends the kid off to school with the shepherd costume and his blow-up sheep. And the teacher sent him home with his with his blow up sheet. So the the kid tells the mom, the teacher said it was unacceptable to have the sheep in school. So the mom starts looking at the sheep to find out what about it is is unacceptable and, and when she turns it around, she sees that it's actually a sex toy. It actually has a hole for you to uh Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. A sex toy. She sent a sex toy to school with her son as a prop for a Christmas play featuring a nativity scene. He was one of the shepherds. That is awesome. I got to be honest with you. I don't know that I'd be checking out the inflatable sheep for uh, an entry area, 
myself either. You know, I, I would have been just as clueless as this woman. But can you imagine the teachers? Here comes the kid walking down the hallway. Getting ready to go practice for his nativity scene in the Christmas play with his inflatable sheep sex doll. <laughs> uh, teachers see some absolutely amazing stuff. And that's got to be a story people are going to tell forever. And here's the kicker of the whole thing, too, by the way. The kid loves the sheep. And she's like, I don't know what to do because he takes the the sheep is in the corner of his room. It's like he sits in the living room watching TV with the sheep next to him. She's like, I don't know how to take it away from him. I, I, I have no advice for you, my dear. I have maybe... When the kid's at school one day, the sheep needs to meet an untimely... Maybe he's got to fall down an elevator shaft onto some bullets. An untimely demise for the sex toy sheep. That is... I, once again, I would have been as clueless as her. I would have never thought in a, in a million years to look for the, the sex toy opening on the, on the blow-up sheep. With the shepherd's costume. But it just goes to show you, you you've got to watch what you buy online. You, you really do. God only knows what's going to be showing up to your door in an Amazon box this Christmas season. Merry Christmas, everybody. Check your packages for sex toys. Now, as clueless as that woman was... And as clueless as I would have been in that exact same scenario, it doesn't top El Chapo's wife. That's a whole new level of, of clueless. Uh, you guys all know who El Chapo is, El Chapo, the drug czar, the drug lord from South America that's in custody. Yeah, his wife is going around saying she had no clue that he was doing anything illegal and never saw him do anything against the law. Uh, really? Really? You're living in some subterranean, some South American subterranean shithole. But shockingly, your middle-aged, overweight man, that overweight husband that's probably doesn't own a pair of work boots, has the nicest mansion on the continent, and you had no clue what was going on. Never rang any bells, huh? That's a whole new level of clueless. Whole new level of clueless. And to be honest with you, she really doesn't need to worry about what her husband was or was not doing because she's got other things to worry about. Old girl's about to lose an entire way of life. Okay, they're, they're, El Chapo is in El Cajo, and he's not getting out this time. So your entire way of life is over. Hopefully for you, you stash some money away uh, in a cave somewhere to go hide. Your way of life is gone. But speaking, speaking of way of life, once, I, okay, my next story is about ATMs, but when I mentioned way of life just now, it 
reminded me of something that I posted on Facebook. This, this happens to me all the time when I'm recording these things. I have a series of notes here. I take a, a couple of pages worth of notes here, and it's got some bullet points, and it's got some topics that I want to discuss in a general order that I want to discuss them. And as I'm discussing them, something pops into my head, and this brought into mind uh, a conversation that I had on Facebook this week with the guy that lives across the street from me, Mike. He's a great guy. Uh, he likes the Grateful Dead. I'm a deadhead. I had posted that the Dead and Company tickets were were, were uh, for sale. Uh, they've got their summer tour for 2019 lined up. They're coming to Wrigley Field in Chicago, by the way. <clears throat> and the guy across the street asked me which one of the shows I was going to, and I said, I'm not going to either one. And he's like, well, why is that? And I've had a couple of people ask me, well, why is that? And it kind of goes back to what I, you know, that whole... Your way of life is about ready to change. When I did what I did during the dead years, traveling around and following them, you got to remember where I come from with this, is that that was not just like, it wasn't, I'm going to a concert. I got tickets. I'm going to get ready, I'm going to drive to the venue, I'm going to go to this concert. It wasn't even, hey, there's like four shows in a row at the Midwest that we're going to go see and we're going to stay in a hotel every night and, 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 and see the show the next day and kind of do this little mini Midwestern tour. No, it was literally my way of life. I know that it sometimes sounds hard to... Oh, he's, he's exaggerating a little bit. I, I'm not exaggerating when I tell you this. Okay, I lived... In a tent for four years. There was no, okay, we're going to go home after work. You guys go home and get, take a shower, get ready. Well, we'll, well, I'll pick you up at eight and then we'll go to the show. No, there, none of that. It was a way of life. And my memories of the Grateful Dead and my memories of that way of life, I like them the way they are. I don't want them altered. Picture this, if you will. Picture you lived in a house for four years, and then you you moved and you haven't and you had a lot of good times in that house, and you haven't been back to that house for twenty, twenty five, thirty years, and then all of a sudden you go back to a party in that house. It'd be kind of weird for you, right? That's kind of like my home, the dead lot, the dead show. It's just, I I know it sounds weird to say, I I probably would like the music, I I probably would like the scene, but it would not be what it was, and for me, I want to keep those memories somewhat pristine, intact, if you will. So I I know just, I'm coming at that from a weird point of view, but you got to remember that, you know, when Jerry Garcia died... It was not just, oh my God, somebody that I listen to a lot of or that I really, really like died. This is, oh, this is huge. This is major news. It changed my life. Had he not died and the dead continued to tour, I don't see me getting off of that tour at that time. 95 would have turned into 96, 96 would have turned into 97, 97 would have turned into 98. So when you look at it from that perspective, what, what, an imp, what a massive part of my life that was, 
when I say it changed my life, I, I, it's not like I, I got really emotional because Michael Jackson died or because the Elvis died. It changed my life. Without him dying, I don't get into landscaping. I don't meet my wife. None of my kids are born. I don't move to Shanahan. I, I, I never opened my own business, or at least that form of my own business, that form of my wife and kids, that form of my home ownership. It never happens. My entire life for the last 23 years does not exist without the death of Jerry Garcia. That's how much it changed. So, yeah, I like to just leave that where it is. That's, I like to, uh, to look back on it. I like to look, enjoy the music. I like to enjoy the experiences. And I don't want any part of that changed. And it just would seem somewhat weird to me, you know, going to Deer Creek or going to Wrigley Field or going to wherever to see a a, a dead and company show that's different than than what my life was. It wasn't. It's not different than what the concerts were. It's different than what my life was at that period of time. So that's that's where I'm coming from with that. Sorry for rambling a little bit. Like I said, it wasn't something that I was planning on talking about, but it it popped into my head while I was saying it. And I just wanted to kind of explain myself a little bit verbally because I don't know if I did a a good enough job in the written explanation on social media. Uh, As I said, my next story was supposed to be about ATMs. So if if you're going to the Grateful Dead show, hopefully you get a defective ATM like was found in my next story. So go hit the ATM ask for a 10 and see if it gives you a 100 because that's what happened in Texas. An ATM down there got defective. It was a Bank of America ATM and instead of passing out 10s, it was passing out 100s. So you went in there and you put in and you put in $30 and instead of getting $30, you got 300. As you can imagine, word got out of this it started the first person noticed it at midnight. And word got out like that. Next thing you know, lines formed. People were actually getting into fights about who can get to the ATM first before it ran out of hunters. Sooner or later, the owner got wind of it. He shut the whole damn thing down, and an investigation has found out that the, uh, the guy that comes and services the ATM and reloads it, uh, he had put the hunters in the wrong They put the bills in the wrong spot. He put the tens in the hundred spot and the hundreds in the ten spot. Now, what makes this extraordinarily beneficial to anybody that's withdrawn is, let's say you're, you know, every, every ATM, every bank has a limit as to how much you can draw. Some it's 200, some it's 300. A lot of them are, are you know, more than that. Five to 600 bucks you can withdraw. Think of that. If you're withdrawing five to 600 bucks, but your tens are 100s, you just had yourself one hell of a night. You just got yourself five large, you know. Holy shit! I got five grand out of the ATM, and and the ATM the ATM was only hitting your bank account for the tens because that's what you were withdrawing. So it wasn't hitting your bank account for anything more. You were getting the hundreds. Massive mistake. So if you're going to the dead show, check the ATMs. Who knows? Maybe you have yourself one hell of a night. I know my ass would have been in line. Pick myself up four or five grand. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. But if you do find yourself a defective ATM machine while you're at the dead show, hold on to that money, okay? Don't go to the parking lot and spend it on a bag of, you know, blow it all on Gigglebush. A little bit, of course. Celebrate. Reward yourself. But if you got some extra money, put that shit aside. See if you can't score some tickets to the uh, 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. The, the lineup was released this week. And it's a pretty good lineup. I think it's going to be a pretty good show. This, this, this year's nominees, or uh, inductees, not just nominees, inductees. The Zombies, Roxy Music, Radiohead, Stevie Nicks, The Cure, Janet Jackson, and Def Leppard. That's not a bad lineup. Rage Against the Machine did not make it, but you have, you've got your 80s hair metal, you've got Def Leppard, damn good band, I've got a lot of Def Leppard on my, on my phone, Janet Jackson, for those of you that are into that style, she, she had a lot of hits, The Cure, a little British New Wave, Stevie Nicks, come on. A lot of good hits coming out of Stevie Nicks. This is going to be a good show. I haven't heard yet when the, the airing of the show is going to be, but check your listings and set your DVR because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame always puts on a hell of a show. be interesting to see who inducts Def Leppard. Is it another 80s hair band? Is it one of the younger bands now? And if so, who's the younger band that puts Def Leppard in? Likewise, who puts Janet in? I mean, that's a couple of big names here. Stevie Nicks? Come on. Wouldn't it be nice if we got somebody from the Fleetwood Mac to, to put Stevie Nicks in? Could be a damn good show. It really could be. So if you guys can get... There's a concert I'd go to. I'm not anti-concert anymore. You know, just because I'm not going to go see the Dead & Company. I've explained why. I'll go see the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame show. Oh, hell yeah. That's going to be a damn good show. Especially if we get Def Leppard up there jamming. And it's going to make for an interesting... You know, at the end of the induction show, they usually get all the acts that are still living that have been put in that year on the stage together. So what kind of jam are they going to do with Def Leppard, Janet Jackson, The Cure, Stevie Nicks, The Zombies, Roxy Music, and Radiohead? Can't wait to see that one. Can't wait to see that one. Okay. Those were all the fun, weird stories of the week. Having a little fun with stuff. Yada, yada, yada. Now, I, now I've got I've to do some ranting. <clears throat> Now's where you probably want to send the kids out of the room. Mr. Gubbins. Don't, don't have the kids around for this one. I don't talk politics on this show, and I don't talk religion on this show, and I'm not going to talk politics on this show, and I'm not going to talk religion on this show. I talk about those subjects where they need to be talked about separate and away from trying to have a good time, which is what this podcast is about. But I've got some ranting that needs to be done that some people may, may see as a little bit political. It's not. It's, it's, it's about people that have lost their ever-loving fucking minds, okay? And that's what's going on right now. People have lost their ever-loving 
fucking minds. Let's talk about some of this. Right, listen, I know Festivus is not until the 23rd. I'm, I'm ahead of the curve on Festivus. But you're, I'm going to air my grievances today. Consider this my... Fe- it's a Festivus for the rest of us. Because some of this shit's got to be said. It, it, it just ha- has to be said. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is being there's boycotted. People are asking, asking it to be taken off the air. And they're saying that they want Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer taken off the air because uh, Rudolph's dad talks bad to him and then Rudolph's girlfriend's dad was a bigot. Okay. I, I don't disagree with either one of those statements. Rudolph's old man talked like shit to Rudolph because of his nose. And, and, and Rudolph's girlfriend's dad, you're not going to hang out with those people. I, I get it. Wholeheartedly get it. But did you guys not watch the rest of the fucking movie where they overcame that bullshit? Okay, Rudolph's not the fucking star of the show because he succumbed to bigotry and stupidity. That's what makes it a, a good story. That's what makes it a Christmas classic. Overcoming that stuff, bringing people together. And you, you people, you, you fucking mutants, want to get rid of that. You want to ban Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I, I, I don't even know where to begin with that one. It's not the only one that we're going to talk about here. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Has to be taken off the air. Listen, I know some things in recent years have been banned and, and, and we've stopped saying some things for certain reasons that we, we've kind of overlooked over the years. And I'm behind those things. We're going too far now. Dial it back. Dial it back. Rudolph, you know what? My kids are going to continue to watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I've got it recorded year-round on my... I'll watch that motherfucker in July with my kids. I I don't understand the banning of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer one bit. You obviously didn't catch the entire story of how Rudolph comes out at the end of that whole thing, the hero. He overcomes that bullshit. But if that wasn't stupid enough, you got Princeton University, who is banning the song Kiss the Girl... From their a cappella group's rendition of or performance of Little Mermaid songs. They say that the song Kiss the Girl from the Little Mermaid represents uh, toxic masculinity. They got a problem with the with with Kiss the Girl from, from the Little Mermaid. Are you fucking kidding me with this? What else are you guys planning on banning with the, the toxic masculinity? And I'm not telling you my political pre- preference here. I'm not right, I'm not left, I'm not left, I'm not right, I'm not... It's not about politics. This is about common sense, wherever you fall down on this shit. What else are you going to ban because of toxic masculinity? You're going to go after the greatest Christmas movie of all time, A Christmas Story, because the, because the mom was basically subservient back in the 50s? Is that, are you going to do that? What, what, other, what other Christmas greats are we going to go after? Hey, Frosty didn't wear pants and smoke the pipe in front of the kids. 
in the movie The Santa Claus, Santa Claus has to pick a wife. You got to go pick a wife. Not, 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 you know, fall in love with somebody, develop a relationship, go pick a wife. Which one of these are you going after? You fucking mutants. You people have lost your ever-loving minds with this shit. And what pisses me off is I let you fucking people get me all riled up right before Christmas, which is why I'm doing this episode episode this week, so that I can just have a Christmas episode next week as we head into the week of Christmas. My next two weeks, I can do a Christmas episode, then I can do a New Year's episode, and you guys can all kiss my ass going into 2019 with your stupidity about banning Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and songs from the little freaking mermaid. Mutants. You're fucking mutants. No, if I, hey. You know what? I'm not even going to say no offense on that one. If you found this podcast and you're listening to this episode and you think that banning Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is a good idea, fuck you, turn this podcast off and don't ever listen to it again. You're too fucking stupid to be a member of my audience. I, I don't care. I don't care. You're too fucking stupid to listen to what I have to say. Move on down the line. And if that shit wasn't good, bad enough, along comes the song, Baby It's Cold Outside. Which I'm sure everybody that's listening to this has heard this story now. A radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio, was the first one to ban the song Baby It's Cold Outside because somebody or some people say that it, it, it represents, it's about a guy trying to, uh, trying to take advantage and, and, and sexually assault or rape a, a girl. No, it's not. Let's just make sure exactly where I come from on this subject. If you sexually assault a girl... There is one acceptable punishment for you. Bullet to the back of the head. You're human garbage. You are lower than dog shit. Okay? This song is not about that. It's simply not. And you fucking people are saying that this song is about a guy that's trying to rape a girl, trying to keep her over and get her drunk by telling her, don't go outside, stay in here, have another drink. So that I can rape you. Once again. Let me show you. If I can for a second. How utterly. Fucking stupid. That is. That song. That you want taken off here. That you don't want anybody to hear. Ever again. That song. Is in the movie. Elf. With Will Ferrell. If you recall, that's the song that she's singing in the shower and he's singing, you know, alongside as he hears her singing, he's singing with her. So are you idiots telling me that Elf has to be pulled? The movie Elf? Because it contains the, the, the song Baby It's Cold Outside? Hey, while we're at it, 
why don't we ban songs like uh, Take It Off by the Donnas? It's a song about a woman telling a man, get your fucking clothes off and get on the floor. As a matter of fact, it says in the song, I get what I want and right now I want you. Take it off. Are we banning that? Are we? Are we banning the Rolling Stones uh, brown sugar? Brown sugar, how come you dance? You guys know the song. You guys ever listen to the lyrics of the song? It's about a married couple that are slaveholders, slaveholders in the South during the slave era. And the, the man of the house keeps fucking all the women slaves and the woman of the house keeps fucking the houseboy. We taking that song off the air? We taking anything where, where Cardi B tells us how, she, how, how we're supposed to eat her ass? Or when Fergie tells you about how all the boys want to eat it? We taking that off the, off the air? I got a message for everybody that wants to ban Baby It's Cold Outside, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and uh, Little Mermaid songs like uh, Kiss the Girl. Listen, listen, turn your radio up. Listen, this is a, it's a PSA. This is, this is a message from me to you. Fuck you! You don't like it? Change the channel. If Baby It's Cold Outside comes on your radio, turn the, turn the channel. Roll the dial. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger, Reindeer is on, on ABC tonight in your uh, neck of the woods. Don't watch ABC tonight. Problem solved, you fucking mutants. You mouth-breathing, inbred... Cousin fucking mutants. These got to be the same fucking people that are telling us we can't use terms like bring home the bacon anymore because it's offensive to pigs. Offensive to pigs? Bitch, please. I will eat bacon while watching Frosty... Or, or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer while listening to Baby It's Cold Outside. Fuck you. We have lost our minds. Lost our minds. Banning Baby It's Cold Outside. It's, it's unbelievable to me. It's absolutely unbelievable the level of stupidity that's creeped up. You know, once again, there are some things in society that maybe should not have been for as long as they have, and we've rectified those things. And then they just keep taking it further and keep taking it further and keep taking it further. And now we're banning Baby It's Cold Outside and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and every single human being that agrees with banning Baby It's Cold Outside and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 
can kiss the darkest part of my lily white ass. Kiss that entire ass while you're down there. The whole fucking, every inch. As Della Reese said in Harlem Nights, kiss my entire ass. Now, once again, I hope you don't have the kids in the car while I'm ranting about this. And I know that there are some people that live in the town that I live in. And for those of you, and I know, I, I know you guys are listening from other states. Once again, I, I see the analytics every week. Uh, uh, hello to my one listener in Norway, or the Netherlands. I, I apologize, the Netherlands. Uh, we've got people listening in, in Ohio and in Florida and Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan, California, Oregon, Hawaii. I, you guys aren't going to, you know, be part of this little bit of a conversation. This is for the people here in the Shanahan area. <clears throat> and I know some of you listen, you find my podcast on the talk of the town on Facebook, the Shanahan talk of the town. Uh, or maybe you find it on uh, the Chinooka area discussion page, which, by the way, I run. I started that page. So uh, thank you to everybody who follows that page. But if you're, if you're a parent that's listening to this in the Shanahan, Manuka area, and you agree with banning baby it's cold outside and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, do me a favor. Let us know who you are so I can tell my kids to avoid your kids. So I can avoid talking to you in line at Jewel. Because that's a level of stupid that not only do I not want to deal with, but I just simply can't have in my life. Can't have it. You fucking people out there across this world. This radio station in Cincinnati that banned it, I hope nobody ever listens to that radio station again. Let's put them down right now, stop listening to them, make their audience shrink to zero. As a message to everybody else in the country that's planning on being a next level fucking moron like these people were and saying that we got to ban that because the song is indicative of, of a guy trying to rape a girl. That is just... That is you reacting to somebody saying something stupid and doing something stupider in, in reaction to the stupid comment without doing your homework, without doing... Grow a fucking backbone, would you? I've been listening to Baby It's Cold Outside literally my entire life. 46 and a half years. I've never had the urge to rape anybody. Fucking morons. The little mermaid? The little mermaid? We've lost our minds, people. And I'm here to tell you, flat out, 
sometimes you've got to take the high road. Sometimes you've got to keep quiet. Sometimes you just got to let, let an idiot be an idiot. I'm telling you, from me to you, a little bit of Tom Powell Jr. advice. Your friendly neighborhood husband, father, and taco-loving deadhead giving you some advice this holiday season. Don't let that stupidity go by. Call that bullshit out the minute it's said. Oh, you know, we got we to be banning Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, that guy, that, that reindeer was a bigot. It, it should be legal to throat punch somebody that says that to you face-to-face. And if you lose friends because of it, then goddammit, lose friends. We have got to put shit back the right way, people. We have got to start using our heads. As Tom Hanks would say, that's that lump three feet above your ass. And most people, it's not above their ass, it's inserted into their ass. No, we will not be banning Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. No, we will not be banning Kiss the Girl. No, we will not be banning Baby It's Cold Outside. You can go fuck yourself. All the way up. The whole fist. Right up to about mid-forearm. Go fuck yourself. And I don't like to use the term political correctness. I think political correctness, the term political correctness in and of itself is bullshit. There's right and there's wrong. And there are some things that we've corrected that were wrong. I I do have a problem with the way that we've softened our language to a certain degree. But we've made some corrections that we've had wrong for a long time. This is not one of them. This is just going too far. It's just going too far. And every single fucking person out there calling for the banning of this shit needs to be called out for their stupidity and bullshit. They need to be publicly mocked. They need to be shamed. And they need to be told how fucking stupid that they are. Got me all riled up heading into Christmas over this stupidity. Over this stupidity. How about we focus on actual cases of sexual assault and rape and and deal with that stuff rather than making up scenarios out of songs and shows that don't exist. Let's let's try that for a change and see how how that does, uh, does us all here in society. I know that this is a bit of a rant and I, the, the name of the episode is Time to Rant. And I knew I was going to rant about it. Because it needed to be ranted about. It needed to be said. Before the, we get into the last episode. Before Christmas. Which is going to be a happier episode. It's going to be more about Christmas. We're gonna, next week I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to tackle one of the topics. That so many of you out there in the world seem to be wrong about. And that would be whether or not the proper meal for Christmas should be turkey or ham. Seems a lot of you are confused. I'll set you right on that one next week. We'll put you on the right path. This week, it's airing of grievances, and this is a big one. This is fucking stupid.
This is this is like makes the back of my left eye hurt. Every time I read one of these fucking stories, my hair aches and my teeth itch. I don't know what happened to you fucking people when, as you were kids. I don't know what kind of, a, of an upbringing you've had, but somebody did you wrong somewhere. And it's amazing because my mother beat the living shit out of me and my father wasn't around for 90% of my fucking childhood. And I turned out better than any one of you fucking people. Any one of you people that think that it's, it's okay to ban baby, it's cold outside is what I'm talking about. Not anybody else on the planet, obviously. I'm talking about these people. Yeah, I got no problem saying I'm better than you people. You fucking people are morons. You need to get some perspective on life. I'm guessing about conservatively 80 to 85% of you need to get laid. Roughly 90 to 95% of you need to smoke a fat fucking joint. And you need to start viewing the world through a different set of lenses if you could please. So if you're still listening to this episode, even after I told you to turn the episode off, and you're one of these people that wants these songs and shows banned, I've got some homework for you this weekend. It's Friday. You're going into the weekend. Here's your homework. Tom Powell Jr. homework for all of you fucking mutant morons out there. All right? This is your, this is your, this is your only task to complete this weekend. Find yourself a sack of dank. Bag of the, the giggle bush. Go home. Spark up the giggle bush. Get laid. And then watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with your significant other while stoned after having sex. That's your homework. And for those of you who are listening to this episode that agree with me, that are sitting there going, hey, yeah, I, yeah, he's right. These fucking people are stupid. Feel free to participate in the homework as well. You've earned it. Get, get high, get laid, watch Rudolph. It's Christmas time. But to you mutants, you fucking knuckle-dragging Neanderthals out there who want to ban Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Baby It's Cold Outside... That is your homework this weekend. Smoke some devil's lettuce. Get your genitals wet. Watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. See if you don't change your perspective on the world around you after experiencing it that way. My guess is you guys are just a little too uptight. You need to unwind a little bit. Go for a massage. Get a tattoo. Do something you wouldn't normally do. Start, start experiencing life in other ways and maybe you'll, you'll see things differently. Because however the fuck you're seeing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Baby It's Cold Outside right now is wrong. And that's the bottom line. This isn't an opinion-based thing. This, this entire debate that's being had about these songs and shows, this is not an opinion thing. This is a fact-based argument. Either the song and show is about what you say it is, or the song and show are not about what you say they are. And they're not. 
so therefore you're wrong. My opinion of you being wrong is not, or my statement of you being wrong is not a statement of opinion. It's a statement of fact. You are fucking wrong. Stop it right now. And you're pissing me off for making me be this fucking angry on my podcast talking about this shit, which has to be talked about. Which I like to have a little bit more fun with my podcast. And, and this, this subject's been chewing me up since I did last week's podcast. It's been sitting there in my notes waiting to be talked about. And I couldn't wait until after the new year. It needed to be done before Christmas. So fuck you for getting me angry before Christmas as well. Anybody that sees my social media, my Instagram account, my Twitter account, certainly my Facebook page, it's all about having fun, posting stupid memes, making people laugh, having a good, having a good time. I do, I do happy birthdays every morning and a song of the day. I give you the national, you know, hey, it's National Cinnamon Bun Day, you know, shit like that. And then I post stupid funny memes and then on Friday I post my podcast. And you fucking people are just sucking the fucking joy out of fucking life. Yeah, I'm on a bit of a rant here. You're goddamn right I'm on a bit of a rant. This is stupidity personified. And it's not going to stop. We're, you, you give an inch to this shit and it's not going to stop. This shit reminds me of the scene in in Footloose, the original Footloose, Kevin Bacon Footloose, Yellow Volkswagen Footloose, where all of the the townsfolk are gathered around the library burning books in the garbage can outside the library because they deem these books to be harmful to the kids. It's mob mentality bullshit. You fucking people have lost your minds and, and you're acting out on stupid shit. And you, and you really, you just need to get, you need to get high and you need to get laid. I'm asking if you found this podcast on one of my social media accounts and you agree with banning baby, it's cold outside, go back to that account. Since you're still listening, go back to that account, go back to that post and comment on that post and tell me something personal about yourself. Tell me when is the last time your genitals were moistened by somebody other than you. Because I've got my money on. It's been a long time. You guys are too wound up. Too wound up. I'm serious, man. Life is not this hard. I mean, what the hell is it? You wake up, you eat three good, you, three good meals, you take two good shits, you go to work, you repeat, right? Un- unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. The level of stupidity that exists in the world today that we are taking baby it's cold outside off the fucking radio station airwaves. Unbelievable. Get a fucking life. Get a fucking hobby. Get a fucking dog. 
Get a fucking sack of weed. Get a fucking case of beer. Get a fifth of whiskey. Do some fucking thing. I'm going to get my blood pressure all worked up here talking about this shit. I actually, I am recording this on Thursday afternoon so that you guys have this on Friday morning for your ride to work. I want you walking into work this morning, Friday morning, after listening to this shit in the car. I want you walking into work on Friday morning like, yeah, fuck that shit! Like, ready to roll for your Friday. Like, that, this is a no shit Friday. You go about your day taking shit from no one. Because this is what happens when you take shit from people. So what happens? Go back and listen to Sebastian Maniscalco. It, it all started with McDonald's. The minute they gave in to the hippies and gave them and gave them and I'm a hippie and he gave them salads. You don't go to McDonald's for salad. The minute you did that, you gave in to the, to the hippies and you gave them salads at McDonald's. Then what happened? Then the stoner showed up and said, "Hey man," or I'm sorry, Bill Burr said this one. "Hey man, well if he gets a salad." that I should be able to get breakfast at any time of the day. And then, boom, we got breakfast all day long. Now, as soon as you start giving to these fucking morons, that's, this is the stuff that happens. And I'm a hippie stoner. I'm telling you it's stupid. And fuck you, PETA. Fuck you, too. I can't say bring home the bacon because it's offensive to pigs... Fuck you. I'll say bring home the bacon while cooking up pig carcass. I will I will have a meal that consists of ham, pork chops, and bacon. Fuck you. Sorry. Got me all riled up. So so riled up, I can't even say the word riled up. God, fucking people are stupid. Absolutely stupid. But I wanted to get that rant out of the way, and it's out of the way. I don't know whether you agree with me or not. I don't care if you agree with me or not. That's my opinion on the subject matter. And I wanted to get that rant in today because, like I said, next week is the last episode before Christmas. And the episode after that's going to be the last episode before New Year's. And then, boom, we're into 2019. And 2019 is going to be a phenomenal fucking year around this house. We got a lot of good, big shit planned for 2019. And I want to go into it positive. So I wanted to get this rant out of the way. You fucking people are morons. You need to get a fucking life. You need to get fucking laid. You need to get fucking stoned. And you need to shut your fucking mouth. Now that that's said and done. Next week will be a much better episode as far as niceness goes. We're going to talk Christmas dinner. We're going to talk Christmas, various Christmas stuff. We're going to put everybody in a nice holiday mood. We're going to get into Christmas. We're going to open up our presents. And then we're going to get everybody into a nice New Year's Eve mood. And then we're going to go into 2019 and we're all going to have a kick-ass year. Okay? Thank you for listening. Forgive the, the offensive language. 
That's all I have for you this week. As always, stay grateful. Now enjoy a little bit of the Friday song.